Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes, and we are always glad to have guests come join us on the podcast. And I am very grateful and appreciative of Adam Farnsworth, who is the founder of Leaf Specialty Tax Consultants here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Adam, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. And what would you like the people to know about Leaf Specialty Tax Consultants? Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. You know, I think that the biggest thing for me is, um, generally speaking, business owners really have a lot of opportunity surrounding tax planning, um, and it doesn't always happen. And one of the areas that we specifically focus on is research and development. So the big picture and where I really get excited about helping people is those companies out there that are creating products um, or software services, um, when they're making something, the government incentivizes you to essentially do it here in the U.S. So, you know, what we do is we help companies to identify these tax credits. We help them to calculate how much they're worth and then to substantiate and document why they qualify in case there's an audit or in case there's questions about it. So we work with companies and their CPAs to essentially put this together. Um, so the biggest question I get asked is, why, do, why doesn't my CPA do this for me already? And it's because probably nine out of 10 CPA firms don't have a specialist in-house. Um, you know, the tax goes over 150,000 pages when you include court cases and revenue rulings and states. So we just wanna be there to help people. And so my job is to help to educate um, business owners on the opportunities for savings. Oh, that's a great approach. I really like that. And before we jumped on the recording, you had indicated that it's a, it's a similar model, you might say, to the medical industry where you have your general practitioners, your doctors, family practice, those kinds of things. But then for specialty, you often go to a specialist. And uh, so I think that's a great way to describe it. So thank you so much. Well, let's jump to the questions. Our first question, <clears throat> if you could share, share with the group, the, the listeners, an example of collaboration within a team that you've experienced? Collaboration. It's, you know, I, I saw the question beforehand because you sent it over and so I don't feel quite as on the spot. But the thing that I found working with a team is that when I was working at a, a prior firm, we were doing a project out in uh, back east along the east coast and there's this company and they were they were working on designing HVAC units and, you know, tons of design iterations and computer aided design systems. And, and from a relationship standpoint, they had a great relationship. The firm did. And I came in kind of at a junior level and, you know, so my role was, was pretty different. I was very fortunate that, you know, kind of as, as a team, we were able to take a multi-pronged approach where I was able to work really on the technical side and identify opportunities and additional savings. And, you know, they were able to work on the relationship side and gathering documentation on the administrative front. And by using good communication between myself and, you know, the partner that I was working with, we were really able to make it an efficient and a positive experience for the client. And, and I think that's really the biggest thing for me, if, you know, the you know, $100,000 in tax credit savings was also nice for them, but they enjoyed the process. It wasn't difficult. They were able to gather the documents easily and they were also able to save a ton of money. So, you know, I love working in teams, but communication is the, the biggest piece of it and making sure that you take that approach. That's a great, com a great comment, great observation about how important communication is to the collaborative process. So that's a great comment. 
Question number two, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to measure engagement. Tell me your thoughts. Lead by example. <laughs> so when you want to measure engagement, you know, there's definitely a gut feeling of what are people doing and what's going on in their life. And, and as the leader, as the founder of the business, my job is to not just quantify their engagement, but to really understand, have empathy for their situations and and to be able to look at my team and say, you know, what can I do to help? And I think that if we lead by example, we show our engagement and, you know, when we're on, we're on, we're not sitting on our cell phones, we're not social media, we're not taking time off, but when we're here at work, we're grinding, we're getting things done. It's a culture that we can set, um, you know, on the quantitative side, there's a couple different things that you can do. Um, if you want to go that route, you can look at time tracking, you know, you can look at, there's a couple softwares that will actually go in and track the amount of engagement and the visual component of how often they're looking at their screen and what's on their screen. But I, I feel like that gets a little bit big brother. Um, so personally, I want to develop the relationships with my team that say, I trust you. I'm here for you. How can I help you succeed? And overall, that'll create a better culture moving forward. That's great insights, great insights, especially about that part about trust. Very important. And example, I like both of those ideas. Question number three, based on your experience, Adam, what is one essential attribute or characteristic of a confident leader? Empathy, right? The confidence, the, the empathy to understand people. That also comes with the humility side, which is if you understand other people and you have you know sincere um, understanding of what they're going through and you feel for them, you also understand their strengths. And so the humility to say, Hey, I might be really good at sales or I might be really good at technical, but this person is really good and they're going to fit this client better to be able to take a step back and to allow them to shine. Um, that's, you know, to me, one of the biggest things that I can do is to put the, uh, the staff or the, you know, managers or whoever's, you know, working with them in front of myself and see how I can best help them. I love that. That's a great comment. Question number four, are there some people or maybe an individual that you would like to recognize that has made a difference in your life? Gosh, there's so many. Um, you know, and, and I know I read these questions before and, <laughs> you know, it, it gets down to it. Um, there is one of my prior, um, you know, partners that worked over me, a director, she, she took the time to help teach me a lot of the interpersonal side of things. Um, I was pretty decent on the technical side when I worked with her and, and um, Andrea Stone, she, you know, huge shout out to her. She put the trust in me to be able to, you know, hold my own and run my projects and learn from my mistakes. But at the same time was always there to help to give me guidance. And, you know, even to this day, even though we work in different places now, we're still good friends. And, you know, that's been a huge support for me. One other one would be Jonathan Cardella. Um, he's with Strike R&D up in Idaho. And he, you know, as a entrepreneurial mind, uh, when him and I, you know, met and spoke, we talked about what he was doing and how I had wanted to go out on my own too. And, you know, he gave me the confidence to go and do it. He, you know, we talked through what that meant and the steps to be required. So I know you asked for one, but there's two that, really have had a profound impact on my career and, and where I'm at now is, you know, running my own firm and being able to, you know, take care of my own clients. That is fantastic because boy, we can never 
spend too much time recognizing the people that have made a difference and help, helped us uh, get where we are. So that is, I really appreciate you recognizing them. Our last question, Adam, tell us about your first job. <laughs> I worked my first job for two weeks. Um, <laughs> you know, turned 16, got really excited. I was going to go drive. I was going to have my insurance. I had everything figured out, right? Because we all do at 16. Right, right. And uh, so I worked in fast food for two weeks because, you know, I'd put in an application, I put in applications across the board and I got, yeah, had an application in at a bank and about five days into my first job at the fast food restaurant, the bank called me and they said, Hey, um, I'll pay you more. You'll work less hours and you know, you can come and work with us. And I said, great. When do you want me to start? <laughs> so I, I worked one more week in fast food and, and that was it for my my time serving others in that world. But uh, first job, two weeks, fast food stint. Um, you know, only to to get back into the finance. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know, that, that's, uh, it's actually not too uncommon of a story. People work for a week or a day and two weeks, whatever <laughs> it is. We've had all sorts of interesting experiences with that. Well, Adam, thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast today. How can people find you? Yeah, so absolutely. Go to our website, leaftaxconsultants.com. Or you're always welcome to call the office line, 801-893-6887. And I'll make sure that I send over all that contact to you so you can have that moving forward. That would be great. Thank you so much. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. And we also encourage you to subscribe to the podcast or subscribe to the YouTube channel. Either way, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day.